Hey, welcome to CC Stories, a podcast about how people have encountered Jesus at Centerpoint Church. We believe you matter, and therefore, your story matters. I'm Chris Olson, the Communications Director of Centerpoint Church, and welcome to Episode 1 of CC Stories. I'm here with Ashley and Brandon Jordan. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Well, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, great to have you on. Um, it's our first inaugural episode, so you're the first people on it. Isn't it exciting? Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. It's No, really, it's no pressure at all. We're just going to chat talk about you know your life story and, and how you guys really uh how jesus really inca- uh changed your lives here at center point church and, and the other places that you've been um so just tell me a little bit about yourselves where are you guys from uh how many kids do you have what do you do all those things all right yeah well you go first um, okay yeah. so i'm ashley um brandon and i have been married for almost 12 years uh, we have three kids um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I grew up in Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, awesome! I didn't hear right. from Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up from Maine, uh, way up yonder. Uh, <laughs> in high school, I ended up moving back or down to Florida, which is where I met Ashley in uh, high school. So we're high school sweethearts for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 30, and I'm active duty military. I've been in the military for uh, over 11 years now. And yeah, that's my story. That's awesome. Uh, what branch are you in? Uh, I'm in the United States Marine Corps. Hoorah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend growing up whose dad was a colonel in the Marine oh, Corps and yeah. uh, went to Paris Island a couple times to visit him. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. I don't know if you want, did you go to basic there? Or, I did. Yeah. yeah. It gets yeah. pretty intense down there. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to no, really... watch what you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make you push. Yeah. It is, it is really crazy. Yeah. I remember one time uh, like waking up in the morning and just hearing the drone instructors just real. And it was a, it was really? a female battalion. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just, she, this just this, this black lady just mm-hmm. yelling at the top of her lungs. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is what I woke up to this morning. Yeah. Far cry from the rooster that would wake yeah. me up yeah, down no, the street. Absolutely. You know, what's so, funny is actually, Ashley was in the Marine Corps for four years as well yeah. in the very beginning maybe of Maybe it was my, my platoon that was waking you up in the morning. Maybe, maybe. Now I think we're close to the same age. Yeah. So, so we'd, be, we'd be right around that time. But no, that, that's really cool. And so how'd you guys uh, discover Centerpoint and get connected here? Well, um, so obviously being in the Marine Corps, uh, you move around a lot in any branch of the military. And uh, our last duty station was in California uh, over in Pendleton. And uh, I had put in an application to do a program called MESEP, which is uh, it takes an enlisted member. uh, And pretty much you go finish your college and then you commission and you become an officer. So I had submitted for that application. Uh, I got accepted and I was able to choose a school. Uh, Ashley had been following me around for, you know, almost ever in my career. So I was like, hey, where do you want to go? Her family lives here in Tampa. Mm -hmm. So I looked into USF. I had already been accepted there back in high school. So I was like, hey, pretty easy. Yeah, it should be easy. So yeah. yeah, and then we moved here. Cool. That's super exciting. And then how did you, and how did you find Centerpoint from that? Um, well, so uh, once we moved in here, we definitely did a little bit of church shopping because uh, with our dynamic and our background and uh, our three children, we wanted to find something that was um, something that we could just grow mm-hmm. in, you know, and just kind of plant roots because we knew we were going to be here for three years uh, or maybe even a little more. And, uh, 
I was trying to think, like we started, uh, we found this other church and we... Chris and Angela are friends of ours and yeah. they're in the Marine Corps yeah. and they were here. And so they uh, they told us about Centerpoint and how awesome it was. And um, we we joined them here because it's cool to have that um, military connection. We'd been friends with them and at another base with them before this. And so then we kind of just like wanted to come here because we already had friends here. Yeah, no, that's super awesome. That's great that, you know, someone... You knew, invited you, mm-hmm. invested in you, and were able to uh, bring you uh, to Centerpoint. That's really cool. But mm-hmm. I brought you, you know, brought you guys here today to talk about primarily about something that you're really passionate about that really mm-hmm. changed your life, which is community groups. Yeah. And we have Group Link coming up later, literally later this week on January 27th mm-hmm. after all our services to get people involved. So we kind of just wanted you to share your story about um, how community groups impacted your life and how. Um, you think others can be impacted by mm-hmm. by this ministry in the same kind of same kind of ministry? Yeah, I'll, I would say it all began when we were in North Carolina at our first duty station. Um, we started attending church, and we wanted more. Um, we wanted to be able to actually like do life with people, not just go to service on Sunday, and then the rest of the week be like, okay, well now what do we do? So we got into a group, and that's where we met Chris and Angela actually <laughs> that invited us. Um, to center point. Um, so yeah, I've known him all the way since, yeah, since yeah, North Carolina. So we've known so each other for a long time. Yeah, we've really been cool. good friends. Yeah. And so we got involved in that group and it really like, like was a catalyst for our faith, like yeah. for, I think for both of us, but um, we just started to learn. We believed in Jesus initially and we wanted to follow him, but being in the group kind of was like the wheels on it. Like, okay, this is how you do it. Like, here's how it works. Like in um, just pushing you to, um, just how to do life, like how to handle like the issues that come up and also to have people that will be there to celebrate with you in the good times too. And like, yeah. you know, joy is always better when it's shared and not Absolutely. all just um to myself, like having it to share with people. Like when we were part of that group, we had our first two kids. And so having somebody to celebrate a new baby with you and bring you meals and stuff is awesome. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That's super exciting. So that's kind of how it all started was yeah. there, that group. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed like, yeah, and, and that was just in the, your first few years of marriage. Obviously, mm-hmm. you just had yeah. kids after yep. that. And then at some point, like, things kind of took a turn for the mm-hmm. worse. So, yeah. Well, so yeah. so Ashley had kind of grown up in church as well, you know. And um, for me, it was still relatively new. Uh, I didn't really know specifically what it meant to live, you know, a, like mm-hmm. Christ-like. Yeah. Uh, so uh, also during that time when we had joined, uh, a little before we joined the group, uh, I had done my first deployment to Iraq. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was when we, when I came back from Iraq that we uh, really started getting involved in the, in the church mm-hmm. because we knew like with, you know, like she had said, like with uh, no, our first child coming, uh, soon we needed to like make a change yeah you know what i mean and yeah uh so it was absolutely uh that first group that like she said was just a catalyst and uh uh it was we were getting ready to go to my second deployment for afghanistan and at this point we had been involved in our group for a while and um our faith was growing you know Mm -hmm. uh I had struggled uh, previously in the past with, uh, you know, pornography issues, Mm -hmm. uh, things that are really prevalent Mm -hmm. uh, in the military. Yeah. uh, Just because of separations. And, um, you know, I would absolutely classify it to an extent as an addiction. And I I think that in today's culture, that's still kind of getting some recognition, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it is not, 
is or is not a, an addiction, but yeah. uh, for sure it was for me. Uh, so I treated it as that and I struggled with that back and forth. And uh, that was when I started kind of expressing to other people in my group, especially men, just opening up, like opening myself up and saying, hey, this is what I struggle with, you know. Um, but then by the time I really got anywhere with it, it was time for me to deploy again. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, and all the challenges that come with that. Yeah. 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 Being in part of the group, especially like being in the military, it's like almost essential. Like even in the military, that's not, um, that's not connected to a church. Um, Sorry, we had a spill. It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's not good, even if you're not involved in like a church or a religion at all, like there's already community built in, like, because you're not, you don't have your family. You're somewhere else in a new place. Like you will be so lonely and so isolated and it will be a miserable experience if you aren't in some kind of a community. And so, um, uh, Brandon deploying and being already connected to a group, I already provided like kind of a family away from family. Um, Mm. and so I wasn't like completely alone, like through the deployment. I had friends that we, you know, I, I would get to go to group every week and we'd meet outside a group, like just to go play at the park with the kids or do different things like that and stuff. And then when Brandon started to struggle, um, it kind of presented an opportunity for us to be like, what are we going to do with this? Are we going to share this with our group and be open and honest and transparent? Or are we going to hide this and pretend like everything is okay? Um, but because the group had already gained our trust, we felt like, this is something we need to open up and share with because we're not going to be able to handle this alone. So, yeah. 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 If there's one thing I've learned, uh, you know, transparency uh, right. goes hand in hand with growth and with uh, healing. And, uh, you know, we we dove into it when I got back. Um, you know, we were still, I was still struggling with my, my thing and my... Um, so this was after your second deployment? Yes, this yeah, was after the yeah. second deployment. Yeah. At this point, we had uh two children Mm -hmm. and we were pregnant with the third Mm -hmm. and um i had started some other uh training routines that were just keeping me away from the family and it was just it was just hard like life was hard we were in a hard uh time in our marriage and Mm -hmm. communication between each other was not always uh where it should have been uh and you know we still continue to to talk to our group members and, and open up but um you know i know i had said that we had had been transparent but it got to the point where i started uh once i opened up i was like hey i should change you know like mm-hmm. i should be good now but i i, I wasn't right uh, yeah. and then it turned into me kind of like uh putting uh this fake front up for a while yeah. where uh i was still struggling but i wasn't I wasn't being honest about my struggles, you know, Mm -hmm. with, uh, some of the members in the group. And then, uh, I'm trying to remember specifically what had happened, but there's something that had happened where, um, there was a moment of unfaithfulness where, uh, I had just broken down afterwards Mm -hmm. and, Mm uh, I ended up coming to the group and, uh, Mm -hmm. there was an incident where two of the members of the group had just like pretty much rescued me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking, they got up at two o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm three o'clock in the morning and they came and pulled me out of a dark just area in my life and if it wasn't for those two you know and and ashley like she she was the one that reached out to them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and the the trust that i i knew i needed to have to be able to go to those guys and say hey um 
your brother that you guys care about and like love yeah. so much is mm-hmm. in a really bad place right now and I can't go get him but you I need you to do it and for them to be no hesitation like getting up in the middle of the night and putting on yeah. socks and shoes and hopping in the car and driving to go find Brandon and get him yeah. um meant the world to me because yeah. if they hadn't done that I don't I don't know where we would be right now honestly right. like this was probably like six seven years ago and <laughs> we're still here together like married and right um yeah so that yeah. group was instrumental in yeah. doing that um yeah. you know I, I would like to say that everything got better from there but it didn't it was yeah. really just the beginning of mm-hmm. a whole like two-year period of just darkness in our marriage and mm-hmm. struggle um because mm-hmm. at, at that time right when we had started really getting that good bond with the group just like it happens usually in military yeah. it's time to, to leave, leave. Yeah. so we got we had to go to california and I did not want to go to California because I was scared to leave the group that we had grown to love so much right. and who knew us so well and knew what we were struggling with. And having a face, being open and vulnerable with a new group was really like a daunting, like scary kind of thing yeah. to deal with. Because yeah. you're like, okay, we're going to go meet all these new people and be like, hey, by the way, there's a pornography addiction yeah. involved. Like, yeah. how do you break the ice yeah. on that? Like, yeah. but, um, you know, the, the amazing thing with the body of Christ and the group, the community group is that um, it doesn't matter where you go geographically, like the, mm-hmm. the heart is still the same. Yeah. Like you're still members of one body, no matter what church you're part of or what exactly. area you're in. Like, um, so we, being in California, joining a group, we we thought we were going to be met with like awkward, like hesitation, like, or <laughs> yeah. like distance or something. Them yeah. distancing, we didn't, they embraced yeah. us like right away. And we felt yeah. like family, like almost immediately. Yeah. And, um, thank yeah. God we did because we started to hit trouble fast as yeah. soon as we got there. So, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that we have a tendency as individuals to, when you go to a new area or a new church or, uh, you know, you're, you know, specifically in, in what we're talking about, you are not part of a community and you want to be part of a community. Uh, we have a tendency to put like barriers up, you know, mm-hmm. and set expectations that uh, we've either had in the past or, or just unknown. So yeah. we, we expect certain things. And, yeah. uh, and that's a real like big fear that people go through Absolutely. when they're trying to be part of a new group. But yeah. uh, with this group, sure, those, those fears were there and we had certain expectations, but uh, we knew that that we needed help. We mm-hmm. knew that we needed uh, a community of believers. You know, surround yourself with Christ-like people, and uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna grow yeah. in in Christ and your relationship yeah. with each other and yourself. Uh, so, yeah. like, this was a new start for us. You yeah. know, there was Absolutely. so much uh, weighing over us, and there was so much history in North Carolina for me personally, um, and I know that she was hesitant to move because like you know that was her church family there right but moving to this new area even though we were vulnerable mm-hmm. uh it was a new start and i uh well both of us you know, mm-hmm. that first i remember that first group that we sat in we were like <laughs> hey i'm ashley and brandon jordan and <laughs> boom here yeah. it is Here, like, here's, here's the bomb yeah like you know like drop this it all is right everything now. yeah, yeah. You know. it's like when's a good yeah. time to bring this up <laughs> like, yeah. I guess like, now's a good time as any yeah. Yeah. let's be so. clear about what our expectations yeah. are yeah, and yeah. what we're looking for yeah. because this is what we're going through yeah and it kind of shows like 
their your commitment to them to yeah. like to be that vulnerable yeah like they're seeing that like wow like yeah. you guys probably shared things that people in oh, that group it's so didn't true want to share we, there was a couple other in people the group in that group that you know after like, we shared that that same group they they were like actually we're struggling with that too and they'd been members of that group for a year and a half right. before we got there right. and i'm like yeah. how many weeks have you come to this group and not shared that because yeah maybe you were afraid to be vulnerable or transparent yeah. you were afraid whatever others in the group might think of you and stuff but mm -hmm. it's just amazing when you see like how community within the church is supposed to operate because we're not here to judge each other or like yeah. point fingers and be like look at those guys those yeah. guys are you know messed up or whatever like we're yeah. here to pick each other up and yeah. like dust each other off and encourage each other to keep on pressing towards yeah. becoming more like christ exactly and, yeah yeah well yeah well as the body of christ we operate from a place of acceptance because mm -hmm. we are already accepted by god yeah so when you join a community group when you're afraid about you know, when you you have all these fears about joining one or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to realize that like you've already been accepted first and primost by your most important relationship in this world, which is yeah. by God. Yes. Period. Absolutely. So whatever, even if these people don't accept you, like mm -hmm. you already know yeah. that you're you're Hopefully that's accepted. Not the case, yes. Hopefully yeah. that's not the case, right? Yeah. Like, well, if it is, sure, you need to find another church. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and most people don't realize that, and like that's like obviously probably the biggest fear that keeps people away from a group is like, will these people accept me? Will these people love me? Will they show me like? Yeah, I mean, if you're already accepted by God, then they should be reflecting the character exactly. of, of Christ himself. Yeah. And well, and you think you of and Jesus and like when he was on this earth, like he was in community, his whole ministry, like yeah. he, he immediately went out. First thing he did was go find the disciples like and be in community with them. And even God as the Trinity is in a community. It's never just mm -hmm. one. It's always together. Yeah. Like, so absolutely. it's the same way. Why can, why as Christians should we expect to live any other way than in a community? Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah, and and like talking about relationships, you know, groups are not just for the here and now, which they right. are absolutely. You know, you're you're doing life with one another, but like life, like things in life come up. Like military, you've got to move. Mm -hmm. So not only are you creating relationships for the present, but you have created relationships for the future if you have mm -hmm. to move on. Yeah, like and Kristen. Angela. Yeah, yeah, Chris Angela. and Angela. Absolutely. Sorry, Angela. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Sorry, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, so when when we were in California, um, I was getting ready to. Uh, I was still struggling with the with the addictions and um, just my personality and my actions, and they were just you know, like just because you move out of a state doesn't mean your sin mm -hmm. stays in the state. Follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, obviously, it followed me, and the struggles followed me, and they were real, and. Um, it had pretty much come down to after attempt attempt after attempt of trying to fix mm -hmm. myself it was just it was overburdening me and and mm -hmm. i i just i gave into it yeah, i was like right. i'm i'm done fighting like i'm just gonna do yeah. it you got into mm -hmm. a really yeah. dark place of like just hopelessness like mm -hmm. you're like i've given it my best effort and my best strength and everything i've got and i you you even struggled with god for a while i remember yep. you telling me about mm -hmm. how angry you were like why is this so hard like and why is why can't I just break this and like get a hold of this? Yeah. So, but um, you know, so uh, I ended up going to Mongolia for a little bit of training up there, and uh, where I was at that moment in time, I had told her, you know, halfway across the world, like, hey, it's it's done. Like, mm -hmm. I want a divorce. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't care about the kids. I don't care about you. I just mm -hmm. want to do my thing because mm -hmm. this isn't working. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I, I especially bring this up. Uh, and it's hard to bring that up. You know, it's yeah. one of my, my worst moments in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like a failure, but you know, mm-hmm. I healed through that and now we can talk about it and, yeah. uh, talk about community groups and yeah. long lasting relationships. Yeah. Like Ashley was set and I'll well, let her group, talk about the way that, that they rallied mm-hmm. around us. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm going through the worst, like darkest, most devastating thing in my life. Like I'm going to lose my husband. Like yeah. I'm going to lose my way of life. Like if I, if we divorce, I'm a stay at home mom. Like, what am I going to mm-hmm. do? Like, I don't have a degree. Like I don't have like any, <laughs> anything like mm-hmm. to do. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And so, um, it was just even, and then also with that, like I've struggled with anxiety almost like since I was a teenager probably. And that brought on like the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. Like I was having panic attacks like daily, like that whole week after Brandon told me, asked me for a divorce. And of course, you know, it's, he's thousands of miles away. So it's not like you can have a conversation about anything. Um, given the sporadic communication that's available in those situations yeah, and yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. I had no one to talk to about my group and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they helped me just walk through that. Like I would literally have one of my group members come to the house and tr- be my nurse. Like she was literally my nurse. Like she took me to the hospital. Wow. She put clothes on me. She fed me. Like wow. she handed me <laughs> mm-hmm. my glass of water and my medicine and was like, here, take this. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. sit by your bed and like watch over you. Wow. And like, she's Ooh. got four kids and is a stay at home mom and her husband's in the military too. So it's yeah. not like she had the time, you know what yeah. I mean? But she made the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, and then even through that, like the group in North Carolina, we still were close to them and we're still a part of them. But my plan was that if Brian and I were going to get divorced, I was going back to that family, right. which was, it never yeah. really dawned on me to go back to my biological family. It was always like, I'm going back to them because that's my family. Like, and that's where I need to be. I need to be mm-hmm. with my family and the people who I know are going to support me and get me through this. Yeah. Um, and as soon as they I had told them like what was going on, they just rallied like the whole group, mm. like, and they, they were like immediately like, don't worry about anything. Like we've got it covered. Like yeah. one of the group members stepped up and was like, we're going to pay for your first and second month of your department and your security deposit. So wow. don't worry about it. And then another one was like, you're going to need a vehicle when you get here. So we've got, we've got that. Like they gave wow. me a, a suburban for me and the kids, like paid off like in cash like wow. no car payments like yeah. don't worry about furniture because so-and-so's got the kitchen stuff this one's got the bedroom stuff this mm-hmm. one's gonna get the yep. kids toys this one's got bathroom stuff so the house is like ready to go and then wow. um the job situation even a friend of ours was gonna getting out of the military and was working at the church and was gonna move and had needed to fill the position and she's like i didn't even know you were moving here but as soon as i heard you were coming i um, already had thought of you that you'd be perfect for this position and so like right away like i'm already like okay like i'm already gonna have a job and a place to live and all of it like set up right away and i remember that phone call my friend that was in our group made to me to tell me all of this and i hit my knees like and sobbed my eyes out Mm -hmm. because i was like feeling like so far from mm. God, like, where are you? Like, right. why are you letting this happen? Yeah. And he just showed up and like, just poured out like the love and the grace. Like I'm here. Like mm. I could not have heard it any louder. And it's because of that yeah. group, because yeah. they were the hands and feet. Like I'm here and I'm with yeah. you. I'm through this. I have not forsaken you. And it really like solidified my faith, like, like unmovable, unshakable faith, because 
of them because yeah. of what they showed me through that. Like wow. that it doesn't matter what you go through. Like you are not going to be tossed around by the waves. Like the, yeah. I'm here like through the whole thing, the good and the bad, like, and I'm like, okay, this might be the worst thing I've ever had to go through in my life, but I'm going to get through this because I have this group and I have these people who love me and who care about me and aren't going to let me fall. Like, and it's God working through them. So, yeah. 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 And then like, while well, she was obviously going through all of that. I mean, talk about God putting people in your mm-hmm. life, you know, with purpose. Right. Uh, and even out of bad situations can come good things. Um, I'm still in California. Uh, at this point I had gotten back from Mongolia Yeah. and you know, for the first, you know, month or so I was, I was doing what I wanted to do, what I thought, uh, would make me happy, you know, just a lie, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from, from, I call him s- scratch, you know, from, from <laughs> Satan. But I mean, I, I gave into all that temptation and what I thought I wanted just, just to realize how empty I felt after yeah. I achieved something I thought I wanted to achieve. Right. No, it just left me more and more empty going down this hole yeah. and, um, it had gotten to the point where I realized how alone I was and how mm-hmm. empty everything had felt mm-hmm. to to make me realize what I just lost. Yeah. Um, I wish it had never gotten to that point, but to this day, you know, it happened for for a reason, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't be where we are today uh, without so, it. So, did you move already at this point? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. already did. It. I oh, did. Wow. I had moved wow. away, and I had started pretty much. I started over pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I was pretty much prepared to be a single mom of three kids and um <laughs> you know yeah. our kids at that time were four three and four months old mm. and, and it was me and the kids and that's it and I was pretty I was pretty content with it I will say like mm. I felt like okay God like you've got me yeah. you know and I felt like pretty yeah. in control of my life at that time and my circumstances I'm like I got a job I got the place I got the kids set up I, have the, yeah. I don't I'm good right now like mm-hmm. I'm pretty stable like I'm still hurting and still in pain from what's going on with Brandon but I had pretty much let go of him and pretty much surrendered him to God. Like I can't control what he does anymore. And he's not my responsibility anymore. If we're going to get divorced and all of that, we had already, I had filed papers even before we left at the courthouse to, and in California, it's just a six month waiting period Mm. and that's it. So we were just really waiting it out. And I think it was around four months of separation when Brandon (laughs) made the phone call. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a long time. You're you're already adjusted to your life. You're like, you're ready ready to get, yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're your own independent woman. Yeah. 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 Well, and I mean, Brandon calls. At, yeah. And then Brandon calls. <laughs> yeah, and then I call, Hey, uh, so no, I mean, during that whole time, <clears throat> once I realized how, you know, screwed up I was and how mm-hmm. much of a idiot I was being, mm-hmm. I, I knew where I needed to go. Like I still had our group that we were a part of, mm-hmm. even though at that moment in time we were separated. Um, and I, I continued to just reach out to, mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. and uh, just the picture that I saw of Christ's grace through them, mm-hmm. like after knowing mm-hmm. everything that I had done, they continued to just open their arms to me and love me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like me forgiving myself was the hardest part of it because mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it, it just, it just was, you know, mm-hmm. but I was yeah. able to do that through watching yeah. their love and, um, I, so they just surrounded me. They helped me, um, work through my struggles and they helped me grow, um, and come to the realization, like, you know, I want, I want this to work for right. her and I, yeah, I want yeah. my family back. Yeah. And tell, tell them about Brian. 
Yeah, Brian, uh, one of the guys <laughs> Not who. Brian Hughes. No, no, yeah, Brian no. from our old church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Brian from our old church. So he's a uh, retired military guy. Uh, works in the military ministry uh, yeah. at our our last church, and um, I told him I was like, like I want I want my family back, and he's like, well what the heck are you doing here? Yeah. Like, what are you yeah. doing here? Hands and this was here. after like yeah. a, a few months of me trying yeah. to, you know, be clean. And I went to three day extensive, like intensive retreats mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So, you know, uh, that aspect of it was on the, on the men, still right. plenty of work to be done, but mm-hmm. he's yeah. like, what are you doing here? Go get her. <laughs> so I, I mean, I called her yeah. and I was like, Hey, That's like, crazy. You know, mm. we planned a date and I was like, I'm, I'm coming to get yeah. you. Mm. Well, I mean, because groups are all about doing life together and like you want to do the fun stuff and the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it needs a kick in the pants. And it was Brian yeah. that yeah. was yeah. like, mm-hmm. go get your wife. What are you doing? Like go mm-hmm. after her, you know, and like yeah. good thing he did, because I don't know if Brandon on his own would have gotten the yeah, courage to get to that point. It might have yeah. taken him maybe longer yeah. than you know we're it would have without brian kicking him around yeah. like we're go only get your so wife. strong yeah you know on yeah. our yeah. own yeah. yeah you need that community yeah. and mm-hmm. other people to really challenge you and push you and and help you yeah. through the rough times too and, and the ironic contrast of you being a marine and two tours of duty in yeah. iraq and afghanistan yeah. and you have to mm-hmm. build the courage to go yeah. get your family yeah. back yeah, Absolutely. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no seriously yeah. one of, i remember when we sat down counseling with a pastor one time and he told us he's like you think that it's hard going to afghanistan this is mm-hmm. going to be the fight of your life to yep. get yeah. yourself sober and clean mm-hmm. and he's right like mm-hmm. it, talk about a gut check i mean yeah yeah you send me to to harm's way in country afghanistan iraq whatever it is that's easy you know right, yeah. i'm not minimizing at all what <laughs> right, people have yeah, gone through yeah, please yeah. don't get me wrong on there yeah, but like you've experienced like yourself the you know. struggle mm-hmm. of yeah. life like back yeah. here in the states like family yeah. that's hard yeah and yeah. especially when it all goes downhill to to roll it back uphill you yeah. know that's yeah. that's where our group mm-hmm. came in yeah. and surrounded both of us mm-hmm. uh the present group the past group yeah you know they're both there for us and yeah, um, yeah. So that phone call didn't go so well for him the first time. It took me a little while to come around because I was really skeptical. Like, what do you right. mean you want to get back together and you've changed? Yeah, right. Like, how right. have I not heard this before? Like, how many times? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm already set in my my life in that life, way yeah. that it is now. Yeah. And I would talk it over with the group members and st- um in North Carolina and stuff. And some of them were a little skeptical too because they were concerned for my sake and stuff. Sure. And yeah making sure I wasn't stepping back into an unhealthy situation and all of that. But, you know, the Bible even says like with the council of many, like plans, whatever it is, I'm not like a hundred percent on point there paraphrasing, but, yeah. um, you know, just getting wise counsel from a bunch right. of different group members and things like that. Like, what do you think? What do you think about this? Or what yeah. do you think? Like, do you see something I don't see and stuff? And they really just encouraged me to step out in faith. And I prayed about it a lot. And like, I kind of made Brandon wait a little while to give him an answer, like on if I did want to mm-hmm. reconcile or not. And it was such a test of faith to step out and do it because there was no guarantees that if we got back together, things were going to work out. Like yep. it could turn into another disaster and I'd have right. to go through the whole thing all over again and try to pick up the pieces and put it back together again. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then I, you know, I had to step out in faith and like, right. I've prayed about it. And I really seriously, like, I know that people don't literally hear God. And I, it wasn't like that for me either. It was just something I felt in my heart. Like, if you don't do this, you're going to miss the miracle that you've been praying for. Mm-hmm. And are you going to wow. trust in yourself and your ability to handle things and get things mm-hmm. in control? Or are you going to trust me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, God, like, yeah, exactly. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to do this and go yeah. with you and yeah. pr- trust that you have made yeah. a way for us to 
be back together and get yeah. the help that we need and all of that. So reluctantly, but in faith, I went <laughs> back, back, uh, Brandon came and flew out to North Carolina, yeah. got a U-Haul, packed yeah. me and the kids up in the Suburban <laughs> and towed yeah. the U-Haul back across the country to the California. Wow back to the group again that we were yeah and really good at worked moving through yeah, really good yeah worked yeah. through all of our getting back together and reconciling all the issues and stuff with the group back in california and stuff mm -hmm. and we did finally get to a really good like healthy place mm -hmm. um lot we're really honest and vulnerable transparent with each other like that more than we ever have been i think there's mm -hmm. no what did you say I don't know, Brandon. Yeah, no, <laughs> what, what I, I'm 100% in agreement okay. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, through all that, I learned that yeah. transparency is is key. Like, you yeah. have to be vulnerable. You have to be transparent. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not, uh, and you start hiding things, yeah. those things are going to pile up. Yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah. like, you have to you have to be able to put yourself yeah. out there. Yeah. And that's what we did with each mm -hmm. other, with our past, everything, uh, and having that fresh slate. Mm -hmm. uh, not just with us, but with our friends and our past, you know, friendships right. as well. Um, that really helped drive us forward, uh, yeah. to continue our healing. Yeah. And, uh, when we were, uh, still in California, uh, we had ended up like wanting to, you know, start learning how to like lead a group and right. we knew, mm -hmm. you knew the life change. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we knew yeah. that like God did not do this in our life for nope. us to keep it to ourselves. Not like sure. it's definitely meant to, you know. Yeah. Like, and I always love that when people say like, God never wastes our pain, mm -hmm. like he doesn't, like he always has had, a, it's always, me and Brandon have always felt like it's our responsibility to share this, so that what God has done in us, it's not, we're not like an exception to the rule. Like yep. he can do this for anyone. Like yeah. if he yeah. can do it for us, he can definitely do it for anyone exactly. and stuff. So when we yeah. came to CC, we immediately were like, we've got it. We finally have an opportunity where brands not deploying and on training and all that. We are, we need to lead a group. Yeah. And, and you can really get into a group yeah. you know, for, for a extended period of time. Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of, I kind of want to go back to, to what you're saying about uh, transparency. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't recognize that like transparency is almost the conduit to trust. Mm -hmm. Like when we're hiding things and keeping things away from people, it takes, it prevents trust from fully forming. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really love that. And I just wanted to, to share that because I think most people uh, want to grow in their faith and they want to grow, you know, um, in their relationship with God. And they forget that, like, that's done by, you know, by being transparent with mm -hmm. God and being transparent with others that we open up our, when we open up ourselves to him and to what he can do through others to us, like, it, it can change everything, but it starts by becoming transparent because mm -hmm. That that is, transparency is literally the pathway to trust. Yeah, I don't know. And I can't yeah. expand. No, from I mean, that. I one hundred percent agree with you. I can think yeah. of so many you know situations and examples in both our marriage and our friendships that I've had. That that is, you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, not too long ago, uh, I had lost my brother, mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, I have been like solid as far as like temptations and like trying mm -hmm. to like I've got my support group, and I, you know, I. I I yeah. know when red flags come up and right. I, I communicate that with Ashley and, and with friends. And after uh, losing my brother, I had like started, I mean, I don't know what it was, but I had like a few beers in my, mm -hmm. my fridge and mm -hmm. I don't ever normally drink like mm -hmm. maybe one every once in a while, but I ended up having like the three that were in there all in that one night. And yeah. I told Ashley, I was like, I'm, I'm kind of worried right now. Like, what is this? Yeah. You know? And yeah. And yeah. I said, either you call Chris or I'm yeah. going to call Chris. Like, so. <laughs> so, so I called and Chris, you know, he's, he's here with us and right, right. the group yeah. that we currently lead now, yeah. him and his wife, Angela are part of that. And, mm -hmm. 
So I called him up and I was like, hey, man, this is what I'm struggling with right now. And, mm. you know, and and like whether or not he could relate, like he mm. was there for me yeah. and right. and he helped me through that. And yeah. then yeah. sure enough, it wasn't an issue again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I just kind of wanted to wrap things up here. But I guess, I mean, it's almost like you've, you've almost answered the question I was going to end with already. But <laughs> um, how or what would you say to someone who is uh, you know, struck, thinking about joining a community group, uh, maybe been a part of a bad group in the past mm-hmm. and don't want to do that again because we have a lot of people at our church who's been burnt by the church mm-hmm. who uh, you know, have not had uh, the best relationships with or have had relationships crumble because of what people did in the name of Jesus that wasn't a part of the character or attitude of God. Um, so, yeah, what would you say to someone like that who's just wanting to join a community group, kind of nervous, scared for a variety of reasons? Yeah. So... I guess I'll start off there. Um, I'm a firm believer of uh, if you let it, the past will absolutely uh, mold your present, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And even your future if you let it. Mm -hmm. So free yourself from your past experiences. I'm not saying forget those and like don't deal with them. For sure do that. But try to let go of those past experiences because there is a world of opportunity of friendship and growth out there that you can have. Um, if you just step out in faith, um, and if it's not in faith of Jesus Christ, cause you're just not there yet, mm-hmm. then just in faith of like people and mm-hmm. friendships, like you are going to start something by stepping out into a group. Mm-hmm. And so many people to include myself at one time thought that I could do life alone. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sure. Maybe you can grit yeah. through it a little bit. Maybe yeah. you do get lucky, yeah. but for the for the most of us like that is not the case Mm -hmm. and uh that's where it's at like you are gonna grow and you're gonna just build friendships yeah i would say that um the the church body like not the building but Mm -hmm. the church as a whole like is made to exist in a community Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that in your life like you're missing out on a major part of your spiritual life like i love worship on sunday mornings and i love listening to bryant's sermons Mm -hmm. and they're wonderful and they're great um and they they fill me but as soon as i walk out the door that's gone and Mm -hmm. it's the community that carries it through and when it's done the way that it's the, the Bible says it should be done. It is such a beautiful picture of God and his relationship with us. Like the intimacy, the, the fellowship, like mm-hmm. the love and the, the bearing each other's burdens, like encouraging each other, like all of those things, like is the way that it should be. And if that's not been your experience, then I would say that that's you experienced something that wasn't mm-hmm. the way that God intended it to mm-hmm. be. And, um, yeah. and that I would pray for you to find that. And yeah. not, I would say not to not to stop looking for that and not to give up on it. And, you know, we can't expect people to be perfect and they absolutely make mistakes. There is no such thing as a perfect church or perfect yeah. people yeah. on this earth, but it's worth looking for, yeah. definitely. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, guys, I just want to thank you so much for sharing yeah. your story today. Yeah, it was really awesome pleasure. to hear yeah. you. Yeah. It was, this was a fun time. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. Um, if you guys uh, listening want to uh, join a community group, get involved, you can go to centerpointfl.org slash community dash groups. There's going to be a link in the description. And uh, we just uh, so thank you for joining us from this first episode of uh, CC Stories. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to CC Stories today. At Centerpoint, we believe that you matter and therefore your story matters. If you'd like to share your story of how you encounter Jesus at Centerpoint Church, visit centerpointfl.org slash ccstories. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
just search at CenterpointFL.